Blackhawks fans, welcome to the newest edition of Chicago Blackhawks Central Hockey Podcast. I'm Joe Vitale, and that is Skokes. Today, we're talking Blackhawks uh, all the time. And um, t- today was uh, Tuesday, the 26th. That was day two of scrimmages. So yesterday, the 25th, and Monday, also had a scrimmage. And uh, Skokes took it all in, and he's going to give us the rundown first a little bit of news jason dickinson didn't participate in day two today of uh scrimmages because of a maintenance day so uh you know this is just me but uh don't really like to see that yeah (laughs) uh me at least i don't i don't really like to see that you know taking maintenance days and uh games and scrimmages that uh don't matter even that matter even less to uh, preseason games. So, you know, if you're missing preseason games because of whatever, you know, uh, that's, I mean, Thursday is the Blackhawks first one. So, yeah, you know, you'd much rather him miss a practice rather than a game. So we'll see what's going on on Thursday, but uh, you know, uh, I mean, the Hawks do have a plethora of bottom six players that they could plug into the center or left wing role, which is what Dickinson plays. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a giant loss, no, but uh, I think he was, uh, Dickinson was, he had some nice chemistry last season with like uh, on that third line, I want to say, with mm-hmm. uh, Jujar Kara and Joey Anderson, I believe. Yeah, man. And uh, Dickinson was just a solid player, right? Uh, for yeah. that, um, when, when he came in, towards the start start of the season sort of um last year but it seems like he could play um two through four you know at at certain situations which is good you know because uh, he was a a former first round pick so he he knows what it takes to uh play with you know skilled players in in the top six and he's just yeah versatile player love it yeah, I, I, I mainly remember him from um, mm-hmm. Dallas, to be honest. Yeah, okay. And he made some good plays there. But uh, so, yeah, um, no no Jason Dickinson in scrimmage day two. Mm-hmm. And then um, the Blackhawks also took their 2023 20, third rounder, uh, Yuri Feltman, mm-hmm. and sent him back to the Switzerland SCL Tigers, I believe. Mm-hmm. of the National League in Switzerland. Uh, 6'3", left shot, centerman. Mm-hmm. Love that. Uh, good size. Um, I want to say he played uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 41 games last season. Yeah. And he had like 35 points. So uh, he's projected to play 44 games this season with 57 points, which is... It's nice. We'll see how Elite Prospects projection model uh, fills out. But uh, nice to see that they're projecting growth in his game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm just going to assume this is – I don't know any much about the National League. I was just reading up on it mm-hmm. a little bit before we got on. Um, so I'm going to assume that he is being loaned back to – uh, the Tigers, because their season is getting underway, mm-hmm. and then he can participate 
and grow as a player rather than waste his time here at camp uh, where mm-hmm. you know 55 players on the on the training camp roster yeah you know he's going to get buried so mm-hmm. when also the hawks don't expect him to make that roster regardless yeah. so he's going to go develop uh play against men in the national league and good for him mm-hmm. yeah and now it's we're going to get into the 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 nitty gritty into the substance of day two of the scrimmage mm-hmm. scopes take it away for us yeah man um so we we talked on sunday um day before the um first scrimmage but i guess i'll just touch on that really quick um an explosive day right for the uh top two youngsters that we do have on the uh current roster this year uh lucas reichel was on the white team for monday scrimmage and uh bedard was on the red team and and it's the uh, same teams you know for monday and uh tuesday you know so so they could work with their uh line combos you nice. know yeah um so lucas reichel two goals on monday uh bedard two goals on monday uh i think entwistle got one but man just just highlighting um you know for, first scrimmage of the year you know just right out of the gates you know they're probably going 70 percent right 65 70 percent just getting in the flow of it you know um, but great to see just burying the puck. Uh, Lucas Reichel put some pretty sick moves on the defenders. Um, for his second goal, I think, yeah, his second goal just danced through the uh, defense far side wrist shot on um, Camesso. Good oh, stuff, wow. yeah. Nice. Uh, he, uh, Reichel. He looks super confident, you know, and he looks like a completely different player, um, completely different person, like even uh, just his build, man. Like he he looks different. Uh, yeah, like when he came in, you know, two years ago when he got, you know, a few games, skinny kid, little light, light on his feet. Uh, last year, you know, playing more in Rockford, then getting some experience uh, with, with the Hawks. I think it shows him that he, he just needs to just, just get a little bigger, you know? Physically mature. Yeah. Young, yeah. He's a young man. So, yeah. And, you know, being in Chicago and just yeah. homes and beefs and Chicago dogs and mm-hmm. Maxwell streets. Yeah, it's easy. Deep it's dish. Easy. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. So, uh, a yeah. nice Chicago food summer, and I think he gained around like 18 pounds, I believe, is what right. Charles Charlie Romeliotis was saying. So mm-hmm. that's a lot of weight, and uh, I assume it's in the muscle department. So yeah, that's that's awesome for him. Mm-hmm. Like you said, to to you know be a little bit more stable on his skates, yeah. and then a little bit more powerful in his strides, and mm-hmm. you know battling against. Um, guys in the defensive zone or taking face-offs and whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, you need that strength to complete those tasks. So it's looking really good that he had himself a nice Italian beef summer and he's, you know, he's, he's looking good in shape, scoring goals and weaving through the defense. And, you know, Drew Camesso is supposed to, is probably our highest 
rated and mm -hmm. highest touted uh, goalie prospect. So if you're if he's you know scoring at will, borderline at will against Drew Camesso, that's just a really really great sign. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, great stuff from Lucas um, on Monday, right? Just burying the puck, and and he did have a goal on uh, uh, today Tuesday. I think it was just the empty netter, but looked great the uh, whole day. Uh, Bedard on Monday, uh, two goals. Uh, didn't get the first goal on camera, but uh, Scott Powers has his second goal here. Um, it's it's just a one-timer on the rush. Uh, I think it was like a three-on-two. Uh, Taylor Hall and Donato uh, coming down on the right side. Uh, Hall loses the puck. Donato picks it up, swings it over, cross crease. Bedard wide open. Uh, that's what we want to see, you know. Just what you want to see. Yeah, just put the puck in that, you know. Uh, not hard when you're wide open, you know. Got got to put it in there. Love to see it. Um, great stuff. First scrimmage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, just moving on to uh, Tuesday today. Um. A few guys that just stood out. Uh, we could go with the uh, rookie Marcel Marcel. Uh, two goals on the day. Um, he, I mean, when he's on the ice, you notice him. Uh, he's like six three, six four. I mean, big boy. He, yeah, and I think we covered it before. Like his build is, I mean, I don't know if I want to say like. He's NHL ready, but AHL, uh, he's definitely going to be comfortable this year uh, playing in Rockford. Uh, he's he's surprisingly, like, I don't want to say nifty, but he's good on his feet, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's good with the puck because he's like, you know, he's 6'3", 6 6'4", 6 uh, not, not really known for, like, the skill game, right? Um, but I was impressed, uh, just seeing him on like a rush. I think it was his second goal on a, uh, two on one and he's flying down the, uh, right boards and he just sends it far side, uh, wrist shot on, uh, Drew Camesso. And that's great to see, man. Um, you know, cause we project him as like a, like a depth center, you know, uh, whether it's third or fourth line, but Hey, if he shows some of that skill, then being on like a third line down the line here, man, that's awesome. Uh, for Marcel, Marcel. And maybe if he's, he's skilled enough and the coaches realize that you can always throw him on like PP two, right. Or right. Maybe even like a PP one, just to overload it. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe get him in like the net front role yeah just to take away the goalie's eyes or you know jam the the defenseman give him a couple you know well-earned cross checks and uh mm -hmm. go on from there so that's yeah that's and then you know you you've seen uh the recent success of uh in the nhl of uh you know yeah. say a vegas golden knight or you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning, you know, their depth is just so much. So if you have a Marcel mm -hmm. Marcel who could maybe play up in that top six role, 
but he's more of a mm -hmm. middle six guy. I mean, what more can you yeah. ask for when right. you're creating a championship caliber team? Yeah, and it's sort of like um, I don't like comparing it, but just just like the role player, right? Um, not as like grimacing as like a Brian Bickle, you know, uh, back in the day, but similar build, si similar style of um play, you know. Interesting score, yeah, yeah, like scoring in <laughs> the uh, dirty areas, but his puck handle is. Two three times better than Bickle, wow. and um, you know, just to play that type of role. And I know uh, Bickle was a uh, winger, right? But uh, great to see, man. Uh, very impressed today with him. Nice. Uh, two, yeah, uh, two goals uh, for Double A, Andreas Athanasiu. Right. Um, yeah, uh, that line was buzzing. I thought he was going to put up a little hat trick there for us. I mean, he was flying. Uh, his first goal was – it was like a backhander, you know, little scuffle in front of the net. Kames was laying down on his stomach. Uh, somehow forgot, you, you know, just sputtering around. But nice uh, little renaissance. It happens. Yeah. Um, double A just backhands it up. Uh Top shelf. Nice. Yeah. Uh, his second goal was also on the rush. It was a uh, three-on-two. And he's flying down the uh, right board. Then he gets a pass over from – might have been Reichel, might have been Kershev, but uh, puts a really fancy move on Camesso. Uh Big difference, you know, uh, going from the first scrimmage today on one rink, going from – Mirazik and Soderblom uh, played very well today. Awesome. Uh, made so many great saves. Uh, thought the puck was going in the net, but somehow they kicked it out, you know. Um, but big difference in, uh, in in net for that sec second scrimmage, you know, because you got young tendies there. Yeah. Uh, Stauber, Camesso, you know, this is their, this is their big um, – camp uh this year because last year uh we, we just didn't have that quality yeah. you know um so they're really seeing it now um uh great great stuff from the goaltenders though um in the first scrimmage uh double a impressive <clears throat> sorry impressive on that second line there um the first line donato bedard uh taylor hall also buzzing, um, a goal or two. Uh, Bedard assisted on that also. Uh, over to Donato, uh, little cross crease, uh, one-timer. But Bedard was flying down the right boards. And I know that the clip is going like viral right now. Um, it's on our uh, profile here from, let's see who it's from, uh, Scott Powers. Uh, just over, overpowers like Nolan Allen, you know, and it's not like no Nolan Allen's gonna put him on his butt, you know, uh, you know it's a scrimmage and people aren't hidden right now, so that's obviously uh, it's a big difference, 
you know? And they ain't, and yeah. ain't going to hit Connor Bedard. <laughs> no, that right now. <laughs> definitely not going to hit him. As soon as you do, I think you're off the team. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so Bedard just muscled through him on the uh, right boards, flying. Uh, it's a great clip. Uh, Scott Powers on here. Um, just muscles through, like, way off balance, you know, and just uh, – Keeps the puck on his stick, kicks it over to Donato, and uh, that that was it. Uh, good, good stuff. In the basket. <laughs> yeah, great pass, great, great commitment, man. I mean, the guy doesn't give up. I mean, he just doesn't quit. You know, yeah. on a play, never gives up on a play. Nice. Uh, great to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like. I like to see. Um... Connor Bedard, because obviously he's a little bit smaller in stature, you know, 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. him, like, absorbing contact and going through defenders or, yeah. you know, just, uh, you know, kind of finding his way through them, mm-hmm. I think it's really, really cool to see because, you know, obviously, uh, you know, someone on an opposing team during a regular season game is going to take a run at him. But, oh, yeah. Um you know, still right now, it's just, you know, I've got like the bumpers on per se. And, um, you know, but the way that he can evade, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's just really, it's, it's cool to see. And uh, yeah. it's, it's it's a very, uh, uh, the board is escaping me right now, but it's just, it's just yeah. good to see that um, Bedard mm-hmm. is, you know, able to finesse his mm-hmm. way through the defense and he won't be getting yeah. killed no, no. like a like a Uri Slavkovsky was. Like, yeah. Every, he was open, That's rough. It was open season on him last season. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That was rough. Um, there was one moment, um, even a few people, like, sitting next to me kind of, like, you know, noticed it, too. Uh, Bedard came in uh, to the Ozone, right? Um, probably like a three on three, you know, uh, situation. And he's like dancing in the middle, you know, looking back and forth, like in traffic. I'm like, that's not going to work. That's not going to work this week, next week. Uh, That's not going to work. It's never going to work. (laughs) Yeah. uh, You're you're, going to get put on your butt there. Um, You know, just like – Looking for a little outlet pass. Yeah, gotta get off. I was your gonna stick say here. you're gonna. It's one one thousand. Yeah. It's gonna be two hits. You, you getting hit. Yep. You hitting the ice. So yeah, yeah. But he'll be fine. Uh, you know, just just a little hiccup. You know, because no one's hitting. You know, so he's able to take advantage of that. You know, I, I mean, hey, uh, dance with the puck a little. Um, White Kaiser also scored a. Uh, like top shelf, um, left side, uh, snipe. I think it was on a power play. Nice. Um, yeah, great shot. Man, he is uh, really standing out. I have, I, I've yeah. heard his name all over the place. Mm-hmm. All the beat writers. Yeah. Right. Uh, Kaiser also looked good today. Uh, paired up with Seth Jones there yeah. on the first line. Um, kept up with the, the uh, speed. He was responsible in the uh, D zone. Um, love what I see from him. And 
man, he he might stick all season. I don't know. Um, He's certainly looking that way. Yeah, I mean, because I know we we tried like Vlasic, uh, Phillips, you know, just uh, just like a rotation of guys with uh, Jones, you know. But man, Kaiser's really fitting in there. Uh, you know, start of camp and stuff like that. Uh, but we'll see with Kaiser. Yeah, uh, just one observation, uh, you know, from these scrimmages and uh, th- things I've seen from other people also. Um, Kevin Korczynski. Um, what I wanted to see was him really take charge, you know. Yeah. Um, be, be responsible. Rightfully so. With, yeah. You know, just, just be in con- control, right? Yeah. And I think what 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 we've seen from him, um, it's a little juniorish, right? You know, where he's really just trying to overpower like the speed of the whole ice, right? Just like take charge, but um, you know he gets caught up a little too far, like on the rush, or uh, let's say like. He was a little fancy with some passes, cycling the uh, puck around, um, and you know, turnover like two on two back the other way or a two on one, um, li- maybe more than once or twice, you know. So multiple hiccups with it. Um, uh, it's it hasn't been a great camp for him uh, right now, as of now, you know. Mm. Um, he he could obviously turn it on in the preseason and you know look great, right? Uh, maybe he will, but uh, from what I've seen so far, man, uh, he might just take you know a few games starting out here preseason, few regular season maybe, and I'm kind of getting the feeling that uh, they might send them back down, you know, and I'm completely fine with that. Yeah. Um, you know, if you have to improve on more stuff, you know, settle the puck down, which uh, Coach Luke referenced like multiple times already. Like he has to settle down a bit, you know. Interesting. You know, cause, yeah, because you're not playing against you know eight eighteen year olds anymore. Yeah, I mean it's the NHL, and you have to know know your limits. And I think the quote uh, Coach Luke had was. Um, uh, like dialing, dialing it back, you know, like know your limits, uh, know your speed, you know, because he's super fast player. Uh, but you got to know when to jump and when to stay, you know, and little fancy at times. Um, and, and that's cool. But when it's leading to like four or five, six turnovers, you know, yeah, uh, n- not great, gonna work. you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see a coach uh, in the preseason yeah, here. If, if the Hawks had uh, like solidified goaltenders that were elite or yeah, good, really good, um, mm-hmm. you know, those turnovers you're not going to worry about them too too much because your goalie is going to bail you out. But when you got right. a Peter Morazic and Arvid Soderblom. <laughs> uh, different story it is a little bit different of a story so you know maybe that's you know with Wyatt Kaiser having a strong camp 
yeah, uh, you right. know, it's it seems like maybe Korchinski might got might have gotten, you know, not replaced, but you know, he might have gotten bumped. And if that means he's going back to the Seattle Thunderbirds Western Hockey League sooner, you know, maybe that maybe that isn't such a bad thing. And he can over yeah. ripen in the WHL. And then next year when he's 20, he'll be able to stay with the Rockford Ice Hogs, get, right, get right. into games like that. And then, you know, maybe he takes like a what an Adam Boquist or a Henry Yoki Haru should have done and yeah. be start out in Rockford, mm-hmm. get your bearings, see what type of intensity you have to play with, and that these guys do not play around. <laughs> they are fighting mm-hmm. for roster spots and they need yeah. to get there. Um, so, and they're going to do anything they can in their power to do that. So, you know, maybe Korchinski just needs to be around those type of players, that type of desperation and that type of knowledge as well. And mm-hmm. you know, he'll pick it up and then he'll get, he'll get to the show and he'll be the guy that we need him to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I agree with that, uh, com- completely, you know, but, uh, maybe he does step up and maybe he looks completely responsible, you know, uh, both ends, not, not overshooting anything, you know, uh, on the rush or, um, he's not turning it over a lot. Right. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I am totally cool with him going back down. I mean, he's only 19, right? you know, and you don't want to rush that kind of stuff because um, we have seen what happens, you know, and he's still an elite prospect. No elite. doubt. No doubt. Uh, yeah. I mean, a scrimmage in a, in a own yeah. team scrimmage is not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, it's not the end of the world for Korczynski. You know, it's just a scrimmage. But um, definitely good to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Did I drop out? Lost. Skokes lost. Me good, yeah. And now we're good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Corch, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, basically, we'll see, we will see what happens here, yeah, uh, in the preseason. Definitely, yeah. just a reminder Thursday that, that'll be the uh, the 28th. Uh, that's going to be the Hawks' first preseason game, mm-hmm. and uh, yep. so we'll, we'll, we'll get to see, uh, you know, some of these line pairings. Uh, mm-hmm. and um, we'll just see what the Blackhawks have in store for us in mm-hmm. a, compet- a competitive setting. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, obviously, it's preseason, and um, a lot of people in the hockey world have just been kind of poo-pooing almost uh, the preseason. Like, oh, it doesn't matter at all. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, the other night I, we were talking about how the, the Flames beat the Canucks 10-0. to yeah, it's like I just found out that the Calgary Flames had like a half NHL roster and the Canucks were rolling like the Abbotsford Canucks. They weren't wow. like they weren't rolling anyone important. So, I mean, yeah, still 10-0 in a game 
getting blown out like yeah. that. But I mean, if you're not not playing your starters, what is it? What does it matter? It doesn't. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And I think I saw the uh, highlights on there. I, I think Cadre uh, was in uh, Huberto was in. So, yeah, a yeah. little difference yeah. in talent yeah. there. Yeah. Huberto had like two, two talks, you know. Like, yeah. And it was like Matthew Coronado hat trick. And you're like, okay, well, Coronado, right. he's like, you know, he, yeah. he's being introduced to the team. But, I mean, he's going – He's popping off, you know. If you yeah, you're lining up against Nazem Kadri against what Dakota mm-hmm. Joshua, <laughs> right? It's a little right, bit right. of a discrepancy, but yeah, um, of the road, yeah. But uh, Thursday, uh, seven thirty, um, p.m. Central Time. Nice. Uh, yeah, and I believe it's a home game. Oh right. Uh, so we'll be at the UC uh, playing the I think St. Louis Blues. Oh, Blues? Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, because I think the schedule was messed up. Oh okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah, so we are playing the Blues. Seven thirty mm-hmm. Central. It's on the mm-hmm. NHL Network. It says very cool. Right. Yeah. Um, and Saturday, um, it wasn't supposed to be on broadcast, uh, set Saturday's game, oh, okay. but yeah, but I believe, um, Jay Zawoski, uh, heard from the wild, uh, media that they will be streaming the game oh, on Saturday on their YouTube channel. Uh, Probably something like that. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Or or yeah. Or maybe they do get a um legit broadcast up for Saturday. So maybe it'll be like ESPN plus or something like that. Oh right, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah put, the, so, put the broadcasters in preseason mode too. <laughs> yeah. You know, get them ready for yeah. the season. Definitely. You know, uh even though ESPN plus a little rough. Little rough, Little rough. Uh, their broadcast there, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, just pumped, you know, that that first game on Thursday there. Um, just to hear that anthem again. Uh, Bedard's first game, horns, yeah, himself, yep. Uh, Jimmy and uh, Frank Pelico on the keys, uh, Gene Honda, right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, sir. Uh, Pelico, yeah, uh, Pelico went to my high school, uh, St. Pat's. Oh, you know, no yeah, That's long, funny. long, long, long time ago, yeah. you know. I'm gonna, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna guess that you guys didn't graduate with each other, but yeah, we guess. didn't cross paths <laughs> there, yeah, 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 we didn't uh sit at lunch the same, you know, same table, yeah, right. yeah, but that's cool. Yeah, pretty cool though. On the keys, uh, can't wait. Thursday night, seven thirty p.m. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited wait. to see some games. Um, you know that the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase gave mm-hmm. us a little bit of a taste, but I mean, yeah, you know that was a bunch of that was a bunch of kids just playing pickup. So uh, mm-hmm. not a lot of uh, you know, not really very serious, but. Um, you yeah. know, now we're going to see, um, you know, we're, you're going to see your Seth Jones, and Connor Murphy's mm-hmm. and 
Corey Perry in a Hawks jersey kind of not sitting yeah. right with me still, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you so you're going to see the boys in in the Reds and um, mm-hmm. at the UC, the Madhouse on Madison. That's going to be a great time. Yep. Hockey is mm-hmm. finally yeah. back. Yep, finally back. Um, really quick, uh, yeah. I got a few clips of Bedard um, after scrimmage. Uh, he was just hanging out by himself. Uh, you know, he knows everyone's up there getting it on camera there. Right. Uh, just fooling around, getting some shots on net. Pretty cool, man. Uh, tossed a puck, uh, maybe one or two up for a few kids um, before heading off the ice there. You know, similar to Kaner, you know, you got to treat the fans, man. Of course. Um, yeah. Fancy you first. know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fans are the team, you know. Uh, we are the team. Uh, so cool from Bedard. Got a few clips there on our uh, profile, and I believe I put up a short actually not too long ago uh, with those. Let's call them like a- exclusive post practice clips. You know, um, cool stuff, man. Yeah, just getting some shots on that. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Perfect, and that's on our our uh, Twitter profile. Yeah, Chicago, uh, it's on the yeah. Mm-hmm. That's shy Blackhawks YT. Mm-hmm. Yep, you can find it there also. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap this episode of Chicago Blackhawks Central Hockey Podcast up. I've been Joe Vitale, and that's been Skokes. Skokes, thanks for covering Chicago Blackhawks at the Fifth Third Arena scrimmages. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And be out on the lookout for our uh, all of our social media pages. We've got some great videos going up of said scrimmages. And uh, thanks for watching, listening, and go Hawks. Let's go Hawks.